You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. On today's Viva Learning Podcast, we'll be discussing the critical stress points that affect the routine operation of a dental practice. With us today is Dr. Todd Snyder, a popular speaker on VivaLearning.com, presenting at least 10 webinars over the past few years. Dr. Snyder is a cosmetic dentist, author, international lecturer, researcher, and instructor at various teaching facilities. He has a website where you can get a lot of information about what he does and his educational programs at legionpride.com. And let me spell that for you. It's L-E-G-I-O-N pride.com. We're excited to have Dr. Snyder on the program today. Thanks, Dr. Snyder, for joining us. Thanks so much, Phil. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we've had a couple of great episodes with you in the past. Um, So tell us, what is the biggest stress factor that a dental office has to face today? There's no question. It's dealing with the employees. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's there's research by the ADA that backs it up. So it's just not my personal opinion. <laughs> but I think if you ask most dentists, they'll say, oh, my gosh, it's managing and dealing with all the employees. Um, and, you know, it's and, not like we could. And you're chuckling. Most of us don't have, you're chuckling yeah, you most don't have what? HR departments. So we all have to deal with the burden. <laughs> right. Every time you talk about the stress of staff, you start laughing. So it sounds like either you have the answer or you're just uh, thinking about things that have happened in the last few days at your office. You know, it's funny. We all deal with the same problems. I'm no different than anyone else. I run a business. I'm a dentist. And for many years, I had various types of problems that would arise with dealing with employees. And I'm the one that always got to play with the, the issue and, you know, put people in separate corners and scold them and try and fix things, which was difficult. And a few years ago, I have found a way to make my life far easier uh, and utilizing a lot of different technology and things have made it such that I don't have problems anymore. Well, that's that's something our listeners want to hear about. So um, are you going to share that with us today or or do we have to like purchase some educational program to get that information? You got to tell us some of the answers to this. Um, yeah, yeah. No, this is the thousand foot overview. If you want the nitty gritty, you got to put your loops on and call me personally. Right. OK, um, we'll take so, over. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, obviously in, in my online program, uh, legionpride.com, I delve deep into many aspects of business. And so things that I have found that made my life substantially easier so that newer dentists or existing dentists are having the same problems can get over that hurdle faster. Uh, so it's not a secret magic bullet, just things that people haven't seen or haven't implemented typically. And so what I would tell you to look at is that typically we have people in our practices that are under-trained. They're underperforming because they haven't been trained properly. If you think of an office manager, usually these people were starting off as assistants or hygienists that have slowly graduated to a higher level in the business until such time as the old office manager is gone or they need additional support up front, and eventually they become a manager up front by themselves or co-managing. But yet they've never really had ideal training. They've been on the job learning, but never had every aspect. Hence, you have problems. Mm -hmm. So what I perceive as a problem is under trained people. I can't fill that hole. I don't know how to train them well enough. I don't have all the answers. And furthermore, I don't have the time. I'm fixing teeth. Right. So if all of us as dentists are in the operatory trying to make money, how do we manage and train and hold people accountable? We can't unless we implement technology. And so there are various types of technology. I mentioned Weave in the previous episodes. There are aspects there that you can hold people accountable. Things like every phone call is recorded. Every text message and email is captured. So there's information that you can go back and look at to make sure people are performing optimally. And if they're not, 
you can obviously have a discussion with them of where they're lacking and maybe they need to go through additional training. So then the next thing is, okay, if you've given them that technology, how do I get them trained? Mm-hmm. All-Star Dental Academy is an online product that you can you know, pay for an annual service. And then I think it's month to month after that, uh, after your first year. Um, but basically it's training 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't remember what the website is, but it's probably allstardentalacademy.com would be my okay. guess. But if you Google it, you should be able to find it. Um, but that, in my mind, is the best training I have ever seen. And I've had different coaches come into the practice, practice management gurus, nothing against all of them. But I want something fast that I can sink my teeth into. Usually what I have found is practice management people want to drag it out obviously, so that you can continue paying them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to get it all up front and I'll dish it out as fast as I can or as slow as I want. It's up to me. So All-Star is the same. They have a ton of information on there that I can start telling my employees when to do it, how much to do it. Uh, and at the same time, I'm going through it. So it's making me better. But I see it as from your dental assistant to your hygienist, to your front office, to your back office, sterilizer, whomever's in the office should all be able to do the same tasks just as well as any other. And that's what All-Star offers is everyone can go through the same training. So if that phone's ringing and the front office manager is talking to a patient and someone else is on the phone, the dental assistant or the tech is free, they should be able to pick up that phone and do the same job as anyone else. So Mm -hmm. you're not missing that opportunity to make more money. Right. Now, who who does the uh, actual teaching on that on that program, All-Star Dental Academy? That's a great question. So the owner of the company, Alex, uh, his wife, Heather, does some of the training. He does some of the training. They have a bunch of practice management people that are, you know, famous lecturers out there that we hear and and think highly of Mm -hmm. that they provide content. I've even gone in and provided content on a couple occasions, Um, but it was more on dentistry, more so than practice management. Um, But they are constantly adding information. It isn't just here it is, we're done they are adding at an incredible rate of speed. And if you went on there and said, hey, you guys are lacking on such and such, they instantly go, thank you for the feedback. We will call up all of our people right now and see how many of them can give us input so that we can answer that question and put it up for you, hmm. uh, which is great. What's the format and, The format of the, of the uh, presentation? Is it a video or text? Yeah, it's, it's a video. And uh, there are questions after the videos. Make sure you're paying attention. There's tests to make sure you're performing optimally, that you did the work. Right. Uh, so it has checks and balances with accountability and transparency. That's what I like to see. And being that the, the dentist oversees it, you can see if they're doing the work because it shows you what they're doing. So they can't you know, fudge it and say they did something. You can see exactly what's been done. Mm-hmm. Well, that, uh, that sounds like if I don't what's the price or something like that. It varies. Don't don't quote me on it because right. I'm not them. But I want to say, you know, it's somewhere like just above two thousand dollars for the first year, and then it's a monthly of just a couple hundred bucks. Um, and so, in my mind, if you have a better performing staff, better trained staff, don't look at the money because people go, oh, two thousand dollars, oh, it's expensive. No, you make so much more money if your team is performing optimally. You're you're looking at it from the mindset of scarcity. You should be looking at it from the mindset of abundance that you will make more money having done this work. Absolutely. Without a question. So tell us about, um, so staff is the big stressor. Um, tell what, what about insurance? Yeah. In, in my mind, that's probably the second, but the eight day survey I saw didn't go into what was the second or third issue. Um, but yeah, I would say insurance is probably the second biggest problem for Dennis, as we kind of alluded to uh, earlier, as far as the reimbursement rates getting lower each year. Um, 
and because of that, you're having to you know cut overhead or find other ways to to make profits. And so that being a big problem with you know getting money in your pocket to pay the bills and live life is something that everyone has to deal with and start looking at you know maybe there, there's some plans that they want to remove that aren't paying as well or reassess you know the niche they're in that we spoke of previously. Uh, and to figure out where they want to go, because most people just get in this mindset of saying, oh, I got to be on insurance. It's the only thing I can do. I can't do anything else. And it's this big story in their head when you could definitely do other things you've chosen not to. So the biggest problem in your world is yourself. You need to get out of the way of yourself. You have stories that are limiting your ability to grow and be something more. But realist um, realistically, could a dentist just uh, separate themselves from the insurance world and say, I want to make this, I want to transform this practice into a fee for service and it's up to the patient to collect this on their own or how does that work or how it can, can definitely be done. It can definitely be done. There's plenty of guys doing that. Most are scared to do it. That's the, you know, that's the problem is the mindset is the insurance is the only way to go. And if I get rid of that, I'll lose all my patients. I won't make money. And that is the wrong mindset. And I go into great detail in my online program, but obviously it takes a lot of training and some time to get everyone up to speed and slowly start dropping certain insurance plans. You're not getting rid of the patients. There's ways to make them stay or simply make them get them to stay, but to slowly wean them off of the insurance. And yet they still feel they're getting the same thing, but you might be starting to get a slightly higher fee. Right. Um, so your whole so lifestyle, certainly, your lifestyle is it's it improves. You're, you're, oh, definitely. Yeah, you're you changing, have less stress. You're making more money. You're happier. I mean, you're changing your patient are, demographics um, in a way that, you know, you're working with patients that appreciate the expertise that you're offering them. They're going to pay you. And then what do you do? You, you, you help them get reimbursed w with the insurance company that they have? Yeah. If they so have there's a number of different ways. Yeah. So nowadays it's digital. I can send it out with just a click of a button. It doesn't take any time on my part. So I'll still bill it for them. Mm -hmm. I'm just not beholden to take some low reimbursement rate. And I'm also not having to wait for the check or run after the check. <clears throat> if the check doesn't come back to the patient, the patient should call and find out where their check is because it's not my problem. It's the same as a credit card. I don't ask them what their interest rate is and if they should really be putting that on their card or not. Right. It's up to them to decide how they're handling it. It's not my, I'm not contracted. So as far as I'm concerned, I am out of the loop. I so, sent the information. Right. It's up to them. But um, if they come back to you and say, well, we need to see, another pre-op film to justify payment to the patient. You still have to service that insurance company to help the patient get reimbursed. Yeah, I, I'm certainly happy to help them to get that, to try and get more out of their insurance company. Now I should have sent that in the first place. So it'd be very rare. They come back to me, but if it does, I'll certainly you know help the client out for that. Not mm -hmm. a problem. Yeah. I practiced endo uh, and I stopped practicing endodontics in the late nineties. And I got to tell you, you know, I got out and I started, VivaLearning.com, which has been, we're around now 20 years, this company. Um, and uh, one of the happiest parts of my life was not having to work with the insurance companies because I absolutely hated it. And so did my staff. It was just a nightmare because we were, we were an endodontic practice and they were looking at films telling us that the tooth never needed to have root canal in the first place without, right. ever, without ever seeing the patient. <laughs> or if there was a calcified canal that was literally not negotiable and we worked an hour on a on a mesial buccal canal a second canal in there um where a molar had a lower molar maybe had five canals we're, we're working on the fifth canal and got halfway down 
because that's all we can get, which was, you know, amazing that we found that canal. And they turned it down because it wasn't down to the apex on the fifth canal. And this is what, well, this is what, as you know, they're not out to help their patients. They're they're not to make money. So the more they can deny stuff, it's up to you now to come back. And if you don't bother, they keep the money. So it's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, But obviously, you know, if you think of the 80 20 rule, 80% of your income comes from 20% of your patients. So why not have a different model? have maybe fewer patients, the patients that love you and willing to pay for your service and right. get rid of some of the insurance. Right. You know, there's a, if you think of BMW and Audi, they're not the cheap car. They're more expensive. And there's plenty of people that will find the money to have that type of, you know, service or quality to be in. Um, and there's nothing against a Honda or Kia. Those are great cars, but there's just a perception that I want that other type. And there's right. people willing to pay for dentistry, the same as cars or clothing or anything else. No, that's absolutely true. And we see a lot of Audis and BMWs out there. So they're doing something right. It's, it's certainly not right. the price. Yeah. They're not selling on price point for sure. Um, yeah, that's been very, very good. Dr. Snyder. Appreciate the time. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about how we can overcome these issues. And we have, as we talked about another podcast, even offline, we talked saying how much more you can go into this um, beyond the, the time that we're spending on the podcast, which hopefully means you'll do more of these. So if you want to get more information from Dr. Snyder, he's available through his website at legionpride.com. That's L-E-G-I-O-N-P-R-I-D-E.com. Please check out his website. And um, Dr. Snyder, thanks so much for joining us on Dental Talk. That was great stuff. Thanks again, Phil. Appreciate it.